Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This week, we're talking about good luck and superstitions in travel. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Trip. The trip is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation, whether it be theme parks on the West Coast, East Coast, or on the seas. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the trip, a little show about something we all love called vacation. I'm Jenny Lynn. And I'm Teresa. And back in the production nook, we've got our producer, Dustin West. Howdy. And Rhino's with us today. Yay. Hello. <laughs> Love me some Rhino. Well, we're hoping to have a pretty um, exuberant discussion about oh, oh my. <laughs> oh my. superstitions and good luck, things that we do when we travel, you know, to kind of give us that little extra edge. Okay. Is that what you're calling it? <laughs> Something like that. I call it, I don't know what I call it. I think it's freaky, but I do things too. So it's just little things that make you feel better before you travel, while you travel. I'm talking yeah. about you have something, but I also have something, an issue. So my issue is what that is I it? actually actually don't have a travel ritual or superstition or anything I do for good luck when I go on my trips. You're kidding. You, there's nothing? I I don't. And, and You have I, rituals, but you don't do them for luck, maybe. Yeah, no, I don't have anything. Because I've traveled with you. I've seen good. some of the odd, odd things you do. <laughs> oh, gosh. Truth time. You here. know, the, the nighttime secrets. <laughs> That's right. Mm. I want to talk about what goes on in the hotel room. <laughs> oh, um, no, like not for, for good luck. I don't. And as we were preparing for this show, I that bothered me a little bit. I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm really wow. boring. I'm just, I'm so. You are. So I yeah. am. So I kind of I feel like by the end of the show, whether it be someone in the chat room, I don't know if uh, we'll be able if anybody's watching chat. Rhino or Dustin, are you guys watching chat? I can figure something out. Okay, if anybody I'll out there has any like really good <laughs> suggestions, or if we talk about something today, maybe I'll adopt one by the end of the show. Yeah. It can't be. It can't be. Ridiculous. All time consuming. No, no. Like I it must, has to be reasonable. I must reasonable. touch the tire of the plane before I get on or something. <laughs> it has to be doable and well, reasonable. Well, if you do that, you're going to jail. Kiss the tarmac, <laughs> really. <laughs> something. So hopefully, hopefully I will have one of those before we get to the end of the show. But, uh, but what you have. I have one. I start years ago when I started traveling um, for the Diz and I would go without my family Stella was very young when when I started doing this, and she would send me send with me a little tiny um, stuffed animal, and most times it was a little cat or a little rabbit or just a little fuzzy little animal that would go with me. It'd always be with me everywhere I go. And then the last couple times, she has come up with this little jar of oddities that I take with me, and there's it. She said it represents her. 
so I won't forget her like I could forget her, but <laughs> forget her. And it's things like the leg of a doll, the head of Tinkerbell. Um, there's a what I love about this is it's so very Sid from Toy Story. Yeah, it's like just like body bits of, of toys. squirts in there. Um, there's a big jewel. That's the jewel of Opar. When when she was little, um, I don't know if you can see this, when she was little, um, that's what we called that, and we would hide it about the house, or Kelvin would always try to steal the jewel of Opar from her, some stupid little thing we played with. Anyway, so now it's in my little travel jar. But that's the head of Tink is my favorite. It's like where Tink's body <laughs> might be in there. Decapitated Tink. I don't know, but it, basically these are all the toys that I step on that hurt my feet. I'm going to say sweet in a jar. and morbid all at yeah. the same time. But it reminds me that, you know, I've left a loved one behind. And I did. I <laughs> Wow. <a> travel the world. <laughs> I did actually do one good luck trip thing once. And that was back in 2008. And my family stayed at the Wilderness Lodge at Disney, um, Walt Disney World. Right. And what I found out when I was preparing for our trip and doing research on the resort, I found out there's a superstition that actually goes with that resort. When you go into the lobby um, in the area where the gift shop is, there's a big totem pole with Disney animated characters on top. There's like Mickey and Donald and forget who the other one is. But then on the bottom of the totem pole is this bear. And if you're well-versed in Disney animation, you'll realize that it's Humphrey the bear. He's from a, a cartoon where... Um, Humphrey the Bear is like going around and picking up trash in a in a park. There's a whole little dance and song that goes with it. It's cute. Anyway, long story short, Humphrey has a rather prominent nose. And it's good luck to go to Humphrey and rub his nose before the start of your trip. So when my whole family got there, we all went directly to the totem pole and rubbed Humphrey's nose for good luck. I'm sorry, does this only apply if you're staying at Wilderness Lodge, or do you make a special trip to Wilderness Lodge if you're staying at a different resort? I think it... And you're actually already on your trip when you're... Okay. What are the rules well, of Humphrey? it's the beginning of your trip, though, so okay. good luck for the rest of your trip. I don't know all of the, you know, Diz boarders out there, if you're listening, we uh, we yeah, need I'm you. We need to hear pop. from you. What's good that well, uh, I, I think I, it's I, if you're staying at the Wilderness Lodge, but I'm not sure about that. Uh, Michelle in chat says that every time uh, before her Disney trip, she uh, enjoys a glass of cranberry juice. And that is her good luck. Keeps everything regular. Uh, What the heck? Yeah. That's interesting. That's actually a really smart ritual. Yeah. The other one is uh, Kenny says that when he goes, uh, when he leaves Orlando to go back to West Palm Beach, he goes to Crystal Burger, which is a... um, an Orlando Burger place point. that he can't find anywhere else, and I guess really? that's good luck for him Crystal? or a tradition. I live Crystal in Orlando, Burger. and I don't think I've ever been there. There's, there's one right up the street. Yeah, there. I was going to say there's one on OBT. Too. Oh, they get good slushies. The grape yeah. ones. It's like a Sonic or a, a rallies. That's really. What about you guys? Do you guys have any um, good luck ritual things that you do well, when I you have, travel? I have my Inception totems that I'll reveal later in the episode. Um, I have my good luck charms, and we'll get to that. My talisman, right? Yeah, I have a. a an object I bring with me on a trip. I'm not. It's a nerdy thing, so I don't want to talk about it. Oh, I don't think good. people well, that was understand. Nerdy. I didn't know where you were going with that. No, God, no. I don't. It's ha- my travel object. <laughs> oh, it's just a, like a bracelet thing from a TV show, and I don't know why, but it just makes me feel like I put my headspace somewhere else. It makes me feel like if I pretend while I'm doing this, it makes me less nervous, less anxious. Oh, it's smart, weird. Smart. Yeah. Now. Yeah, I'm so like a sad. child. I'm sorry. My friend Banks, when he travels, he has a coin. I think with maybe, I want to say Saint Christopher on it. 
who's the patron saint of travel, maybe. Yes, he, and he is. will he holds that coin the whole time. Mine's a Power Ranger thing, so I'm clearly oh. on oh, a which different one? level than Which things. one? The Blue Ranger. You know me so well, Teresa. <laughs> is it really? No, you're. Is it really? The Blue Ranger is my favorite. Uh, you know I what did. I've done. Um, I was alluding to it, and then I guess now we're, we're revealing. Let's spill it out. Revealing. <laughs> I have the uh, the Lucky Cats from Japan in Epcot. Oh. Depending, oh. and I have pretty much all the ones that are important to me, right. attributes to me. So there's like six or seven of them that I have. Yeah. And depending on the day, I'll put one in my back pocket. Um, but especially when I'm traveling, I, I take all of them with me. And then depending oh. on the day, I... Uh, That's really cool. Stella's you know, going to yeah. love you for I that. Do, she loves those cats. I don't do it every time, but I have them and they're ready to go. I'm so, so amused that you carry little kitty cats in your back pocket. Kitty cat. <laughs> kitty cat. That's awesome. <laughs> really, I like him more too now. This is bizarre. It's like yeah. getting to know them a little bit better. I know. I'm the only boring stuff. one in the group. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> now that we've all discussed our issues, how about we get into a little bit of trip talk? I'm sorry. Is there a thing on the we computer have a for that? Cue for trip talk. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Well, that's okay. Yep, you're not tested. Except that, that I okay. lied. Except that she lied. We're not ready for trip talk I am, yet. Sorry, I was um, looking at chat. I'm sorry. This is my first time doing all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're good. All the apologies. It's just <laughs> sorry. We aren't ready for trip talk yet because <laughs> we wanted to talk to you guys about our social challenge last week. We got some really great feedback from you guys. Did you want to start us off, T? Yeah. Um, uh, on Twitter and Facebook, we got some different people who had put in what their rituals and luck, lucky charms were. Um, Andrea Robbins, her sister always has to go to the Magic Kingdom first. The first ride is always the train, and then she goes to the Chapeau. Uh, my daughter and I go there, too, and get a new hat or ears and take pictures. Then they carry on through the confectionery for cotton candy. That's a, They have to do that the first every time. And at home, she has a little stitch as her travel companion. It makes her feel good. Do you know what? <clears throat> I share part of this with Andrea because, well, I don't anymore, but back in the days when I was a, a little JL um, and we would come to Disney World, my mom the first thing we would do when we got to the Magic Kingdom would be to go to the Chapeau and we would get new mouse ears with our names on the back. Wow. Yeah, I had like a whole massive collection of ears See, as a like result a, of that. A, just something that you normally would do. Like a, I wouldn't want to say a habit, but it's just a ritual. That was our ritual. That was our do, tradition. Yeah. First thing we did, and then we got our ears and we were ready to go for the rest of the trip. I So... I'm okay, cool. What's, what's somebody else? Say? Um, next, we have Bridget Meyer, and she says that she always touches the outside of her plane when boarding, and if she's going to Disney, she has to go to the Magic Kingdom first. So she is running down the tarmac, touching the plane. <laughs> I, I would imagine there's an easier way to do that, weren't you? When you fir- yes, when you first get on the plane, when you're, as you're getting on the plane, the outside of the plane is like right there. You can yeah, yeah you can touch, touch around it. the edge of the door. Right. Yeah, this isn't the movie Liar Liar with Jim Carrey where he chases <laughs> down the tarmac. You will be arrested. I you must, will be going to federal prison. I must ride on the wheels under the plane first. Okay, uh, that's I want to keep that one in mind. I also, like Alice Caulfield has the same she also touches the outside of the plane but she goes the other way she has to go to um adventureland first when she's in the magic kingdom she goes, she goes clockwise so instead people, of counterclockwise people use the route in which they take the theme parks uh in as part of their good luck right uh ritual so 
That's interesting. Yeah. You know, maybe I do have some rituals that I didn't think about because, again, when I would always come to Disney, we wouldn't go Adventureland. We'd go the opposite way. And it was always Tomorrowland first. It was always the Space Mountain first. Yeah, whatever's right. And then you work counterclockwise. Mm-hmm. Maybe I do have some things I just didn't. I've think got a about friend it. who her very first thing she always has to do is go to Epcot and eat fish and chips in England. Hmm. Before she could do anything else. Now that's, that's unique. The very first thing she yeah. has to Start do. out that hot summer day at, in Orlando <laughs> with greasy chips. fish and chips. It's just Set something they always the right do. Move. So, who's the next one there? Oh, uh, the next one is Jake Turnit, and he is like my friend Banks. He and his father they wear Saint Christopher's um, around their neck, mm-hmm. the patron saints of travel. So. Saint that's Christ- a little religion Christ- thing. Christ- that's a that's popular nice, guy. Though. It makes you feel good. Is, it yeah, you gives know? you feel more security, maybe. Yeah, I think I so. And then we've got Jillian Smith. Jillian has an Irish rosary wrapped around her hand when she boards the plane. And here's a fun fact about Jillian: <laughs> the tattoo on Jillian's right arm is the same cross on the re- as on the rosary. So she's always got it with her, right? She, she is. She can't forget she it. She can't forget it. Good luck wherever she goes. So, but you know, reading that made me think: wouldn't it be cool to do an episode? About people and their Disney tattoos. Because you know they're out there. Does that they mean the, are. the segment is us getting tattoos at that no, place next no, to the no. Welcome oh, Center? Oh, will you volunteer? <laughs> I want a tattoo, yeah. I'm ready not to volunteer as tribute. <laughs> Where are we going to put it? That's the million dollar question. Isn't okay, it? well. But no, I think, um, you know, there's people, you see Disney tattoos all the time. I've wanted one myself. I've wanted an Alice in Wonderland one with uh, the quote from the book. It's when she's in the flower garden, mm-hmm. and um, the flowers are gossiping about her, and they say, do you suppose she's a wildflower? I kind of want that tattooed. Where? I'm not sure yet. How big? I'm not sure yet. Okay. I'm just still I'm, thinking I'm a little about more it. ready to commit than I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in the but visionary stage. But I think that'd be stage. cool, you know, have people send in their just, okay. Possible. Let us know what you guys just think. Are you guys interested cool. in seeing something like that? We want to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it keep it out of the bathing suit region. All right. For you? Well, no, I don't want to see people's bums and yeah, keep business. it clean, people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, there's plenty of arms and legs out there that I have seen all Disneyed up. So you know. Right. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, now I think we are ready for a little bit of trip talk. See, <laughs> it works when we do it in the right order. We. It's <laughs> <laughs> We needed to start off the episode with some good luck ritual. Um, in addition to people personally engaging in, you know, traditional ritualistic type practices, there's also places that you can travel to, landmarks across the world that people go to um, for good luck or right. other reasons. Or they're there for other for vacation, and they come across these rituals that you can do there that. Will bring you good luck, supposedly. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about a few of them today because mm-hmm. we came across a few interesting ones and a few common ones that we most people already know about. Yeah, exactly. Did you want to start off? Um, yeah, the Juliet Capulet statue in Verona, Italy. To share luck in love, visitors are to rub the right breast of the bronze statue of Juliet. Hmm. There used to be a tradition of leaving notes for Juliet stuck to the walls. I saw that movie. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. I, I saw that movie. movie. I love that movie. What yeah. movie? Let Me too. Juliet. Let us Juliet. Oh, my god, It's a cute movie. It's adorable. Yeah. Oh, Is yeah, Juliet particularly lucky? I mean, we all know what happens in the end. <laughs> well, she was, she had true love. Let's That's true. Let's just end it there, you know. What, it kind of ended badly, though. You know, anyway. 
Um, anyway, they stuck in her the, short life, the she notes found with true gum. love. Even though some people can live an entire huge long lifetime without finding it at all. Yeah, she found it early. Of course, it ended. All right, guys. Anyway. Valentine's Day was last month. Let's move on. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, well, <laughs> touched her breast. Now and and you go? can't and you can't leave her notes anymore. Right? Did you get right, that part? You cannot leave her notes anymore. You get be fine. fined six hundred dollars if you do that. So what? keep it in mind if you're traveling to see Juliet. No, Just no notes. Touch your breast and move on. Okay, what's next? <laughs> the Blarney Stone is in Cork, Ireland, and that this is. I thought this was interesting. It promises the gift of gab, flattery, or eloquence to visitors who climb the steps of Blarney Castle, lean backwards, upside down. To kiss the rock that was embedded in the castle's tower battlements in 1446. So this one takes a degree of athleticism, I think. You've got There's to basically do a, there? You've got to do a backbend. They do have assistance and a crossbar there so that you don't fall over the parapet's edge. So can you imagine people doing this before never, there were safety measures? Had, had you guys not heard of this before? Oh, I've heard of it. Oh, okay. I actually I had but it. But I'm just trying to picture my, in my mind, picture myself... Doing a backbend to kiss no. the stone when you might to get the gift plummet of to your death in order to, yeah, get the gift of mm. flattery and gab and eloquence. Is that actually something people want? I don't know. Interesting. I guess. Blarney Stone. What's Cork the next Island. one? Um, Hagia Sophia. Sophia. The Hagia Sophia, yeah. Oh, see, he says it the right oh, he's way. All about it. I believe that's in Istanbul, isn't it? It is in Istanbul. It is. Yeah, Turkey. Yeah. Christian the, cathedral uh, built in the largest, sixth century. You should tell us about it. Well, tell it's us. one of the largest uh, churches in um, the uh, Pan uh, Euro Asia area. Uh, when they uh, moved the Catholic Church over to uh, Istanbul, once it was uh, Constantinople. That became the headliner church for the uh, the Holy Roman Empire and the the Catholic Church, and it's. It's a beautiful church, and it's one of the biggest in the region. Yeah. Awesome. Look at that. He just pulled out history like it was wow. nothing. Just like it was just sitting there <laughs> in his brain waiting to come out. Yeah, so it was a Catholic cathedral, then converted to a mosque, and now it's converted to a museum. That's very well known for its gorgeous well, What's mosaics. the thing about if you stick your thumb in a small hole in the weeping column? There's a weeping column. Have you seen the weeping column, Dustin? Not aware of that, okay, but there's I, a it weeping sounds column. like it would be a reference to... Uh, the weeping wall, if I had to. Yeah. It, well, there's a hole, and if you stick your finger in it, and it comes out wet, then you're supposed to be cured of stop, all ailments. Stop, Just jump, don't even go. Okay. <laughs> That's It's a stone. Is- it's a stone. It, it's going to... Okay. I'm Move just on. telling Move you. On. That's what? just bizarre. What's the next one? Read that one, too. It's Machu Picchu, Peru. I don't know how to say this. Um, the Intihuatana Stone. That's why I'm making you say it. And Michu Picchu, Peru. Incan Estate. The stone is a ritual stone aligned with the astronomical clock. Shamans claim that when a sensitive person touches his forehead to the stone, it opens their vision to the spirit world. Is this like smoking peyote or something? What is? Because <laughs> <laughs> don't everybody? You go to Peru to be enlightened, right? And I guess so. Is that, I, uh, is that a place you go? Oh, Peru. I'm thinking of Brazil. Well, that's in, no. Machu Picchu. This yeah, was Machu Picchu. An, this was another one, kind of like the Blarney Stone, where I was like, is that something you if actually If I was there, want? I would do it, but I wouldn't go there just to do that. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Okay. But would you actually want to see the spirit world? I would get scared out of my mind. And well, you'd have to be a sensitive person for it to work. Oh, so that, then <laughs> I'm not relevant to me then in the first place. Because you right. like a wall of stone. Well, first of all, you've got to get to Peru. I don't know how many people are going to be getting to Peru. That's going to be difficult. Another challenge to overcome. you got to hike up a mountain, take a train, all this stuff. The air is real thin. No, I wouldn't mm. make it. Okay, the next one. Okay, the next one I've actually done. We uh, We wanted to end all of our traditional, I mean, not traditional, lucky, good luck landmarks in the good old U.S. of A. And Teresa has been there. Illinois, um, the land of Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln's bronze statue, bronze bust outside of his uh, tomb. tomb. You rub his nose, and it's good luck. And his nose is a total different color than the rest of his. It's so shiny because everybody's... And I, I can remember being a small child and going there and someone hoisting me up so I could, you know. Apparently not just you. Rub but Lincoln's giant nose. Well, From what I understand, presidential candidates have uh, rubbed that nose for good luck as mm-hmm. well when they've been running for president. Um, going back to Italy, when, when we were in Italy for the Adventures by Disney trip um, in the uh, St. Peter's Basilica, the foot of uh, St. Peter, the first uh, pope, uh, Pope Peter, uh, you can go over and on his tomb, there's a statue of him. And you can rub his foot. Um, I don't know what the exact significance of it is religiously, but uh, you can see how it's been worn down over the many hundred years. Uh, that might might be in more line of getting a blessing or something. Something along those lines. It's just lines. like Humphrey's nose. Disney has to come in and paint that nose in the Wilderness Lodge <laughs> all the time. <laughs> It's absolutely. I don't think it's just like Humphrey's nose. Uh, I'm not going to go that far, but it's along those same lines. Okay, it's the same. Well, talking about good luck, St. Patrick's Day is coming up, and we made a little field trip out to the Port Canaveral, Cocoa Beach area, and we hit a couple of the local. Well, we took Dustin out for a little Dustin does and. He was clearly in his environment. So mm-hmm. we wanted to take you there because uh, the Welcome Center is out there for yeah, Dreams Unlimited all- Travel, where Teresa works. And a lot of you that take cruises uh, stop by. And so we wanted to give you a little bit of a flavor of what's around that area. So let's do it. Dustin does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good times. I'm good times. Still not feeling right after those beers. <laughs> I don't drink. I only drink when I'm with Dustin. What's that about? Yeah, Dustin. I, I don't know. <laughs> no. no. More of a wine person, but it was fun. Oh, uh, we had, had a, a great, great time. Yeah. Those were some really good pubs, really great atmosphere for different yeah. reasons. There's like a lot out said. there at the coast. We'll have to go back and explore later on and get some dining options. Maybe. Definitely. But if you guys are going to be in the area for St. Patrick's Day, there's some fun things for you to do out that way. And they've got some special events going on in yeah. those particular pubs as well for the day. A lot of street parties and such. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, so we talked about um, a few landmarks across the world that, you know, were associated with good luck. We thought we'd also talk about the most common travel superstitions. And... Did you want to start us off? Yeah. The unlucky number 13. No surprise to anyone Ooh. there. And what, how do you say that? Okay. So there is a, a specific really word. phobia for the fear of the number the 13. The fear of the number 13. And it is tris, 
Triskaidecaphobia. I'm going to go with that. You think? Is that how it's said? Triskaidecaphobia. All right. We're going with Dustin because he said the other word, right? Okay. Yeah. He's usually pretty good about that. Thank you. Being a college graduate and everything. Um, all right. This is rooted in the fact that there were 13 seated at the Last Supper, with the 13th being Judas, the betrayer. Many hotels do not have a 13th floor. Um, Cathay Pacific, Continental Airlines, Air France, KLM have no row 13 in their airplanes. And some airports like Seoul... Do not have a 13th gate. I think that's interesting that this um, superstition is game. so pervasive. I think, it's, I think it's interesting that it's so pervasive that even major corporations accommodate this superstition. Friday the 13th is this week. Oh, wow. We're hitting on a couple of St. Patrick's Day and Friday the 13th. Well, I'm glad we're not recording any shows this Friday. Yeah, right. (laughs) Anyway. locked in my dungeon that day. What's the next one? Yeah, okay. So this one I thought was really interesting, guys. Bed placement, meaning that there are some hotel rooms. No, not some. Hotel rooms and public facilities in China, they all adhere to feng... Am I saying this right? Feng shui. Mm -hmm. Feng shui. Feng shui. Feng shui. Feng shui. What is that? I know it has to do with the way that you place your furniture. It's about creating um, an atmosphere, an atmosphere, a space that is good for your spirit within, you know, a room or a house or a home. Okay. Yeah. So apparently, all places in China adhere to that. Hotels and people that believe it. Yeah. Facilities. Um, and then also in Japan, this is interesting. In Japan, there's a belief that all dead bodies, when, well, at funerals, all dead bodies are laid facing north. And that's because it's believed that when they move on into the next life, that's the direction in which they travel. So a lot of times when you go to hotels in Japan, they make sure that their beds are facing all of the other directions, just so not to confuse like the death angels that might be passing by, thinking Hang you're facing out. north because they're, you're being you're expect you're expecting to be taken or something like that. Hmm. Right? Isn't that kind of weird? It's creepy. This is yeah. turned creepy. Yeah. yeah, this should be the Halloween. Well, episode. That's what superstitions really? are all kind of creepy, aren't they? Well, some can be. Yeah. 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 Okay. Souvenirs. Taking a souvenir of the Mother Nature variety causes bad luck. If you are in Hawaii, the black sand and lava rock contains the ancestral spirits of Pele, goddess of fire and volcano. She bestows bad luck on travelers with sticky fingers that snatch up her sand and rock. Australia's Ayers Rock has a similar fate for those that take portions of its rock. Hundreds of tourists return their stolen rocks each year after a string of bad luck becomes a superstition. We know this because on the Brady Bunch episode, Greg, everyone had that bad luck when they wore that little tiki. Remember that? Where'd they take the tiki from? They took it from a cave. Mm -hmm. And Greg went down when he was surfing. It you know, it almost killed Peter had them. the giant spider just about get. Yeah, it's yeah. all bad. The luck. dad lost his plans for his architecture um, on that was a, a different coaster. episode. It's not worth it, guys. Just no, leave the rocks alone. Totally different episode. We were in um, Mexico. We went to Mexico for the first time, and um, I was very compelled to take little seashells off the beach when they said not to. And my first string of bad luck was at the airport coming back into the United States. They took the shells away from me. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I wouldn't take anything natural. It it just belongs there. You know, you're messing with Mother Nature and the, you know. And customs. And customs, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The next one is you're supposed to rest before your travel. Um, This one well, I guess isn't quite as morbid, but anyway. Uh, 
<laughs> Guys, it's the slightly morbid podcast today. Yeah. Coming to you live. <laughs> All right. So. I like things. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, you have decapitated okay. um, little ornaments in your jar. You okay. All right. So, anyways, I. I might adopt this one because I kind of do it anyway. Russians believe that you need to sit down on your luggage for good luck before you make a trip. Like trying to get everything in? Smash well, it? that's what I'm saying. I, I actually always sit down on my luggage, but it's because I'm trying to get the suitcase closed. Does that count? They I don't want, think so. They think that you should do it because you're supposed to rest before you take that big, long trip. So you just you sit down. Well, I'm going to rest. I'm not going to be sit sitting on, on your my luggage. luggage. They also believe that it's bad luck to go back for things you have forgotten. Yes, which okay. then I would always have bad luck. I'm, I'm living in the world of bad luck. I know, I can't. I almost always, every time in I walk Bulgaria, out the door, I have to go back for something. In Bulgaria, it's considered bad luck to sweep a house before someone leaves it because you are sweeping them out and prohibiting their return. I'm going to actually use this one <laughs> in my future. Who's getting swept out? I won't say. You'll know because you're never coming back. But oh. interesting. All right, the next one is, again, not too much of a surprise. People who are fearful of Friday. It's a common belief among sailors that you can't set sail out on Friday. It's really bad luck. You might, like, die extended and never return. Extended to all forms of travel. Yeah, now it's extended to all forms of travel. And this one also finds its roots in uh, religion. religion. And that is that Christ was crucified on Friday. So for some reason that translates to it being bad well, luck to travel on Friday. I can see how that would translate into that. Well, except the church calls it Good Friday, so I'm not really sure where the, the twist came from. Well, there. you know. Anyway, when you combine the Friday with the 13th of the month, such as will be the case this week, um, it's really, really bad news, apparently, to the point that airlines report that there is a significant decrease in travel on Friday the 13th. You also have to watch out for Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Apparently so. Because <laughs> he always comes back, right? Yeah. I was going to say Napoleon and Franklin D. Roosevelt, they also refused to travel or sign documents on that day. Interesting. Yeah. So I'll go with Roosevelt, but Napoleon, you know. They got some, well, he didn't end up doing so well regardless. But so, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting to see how pervasive all of this is. You know, people believing superstitions to the point that it really dramatically affects what they're yeah. doing. That's why I bring my Japanese cats everywhere I go. <coughs> that's gonna sometimes. Make it sometimes, but not all times. Everywhere. So. All right. So that's, you know, I'm, let's try to go happy. That kind of brought me down a little bit. <laughs> Moving forward. Okay, go back Moving to forward. Luck. So here's the deal. Um, let's go back to St. Patrick's Day and all that is good and green and happy. And um, family, Disney, family.disney.com. I love that website. Do you, go, do you ever use go there? I, I have I been there. It. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. There are recipes, um, not only pertaining to Disney but pertaining to holidays. I found um, recipe for green popcorn, cupcakes, um, shamrock Mickey shorts. Look like Mickey's little pants, but they're green. I mean, it's not a big deal, but it's cute and it's fun if you got little kids. They also have complete instructions for all the crafts they that they do there. And you can find just about anything there, coloring sheets, anything to do with Disney or having fun. This mainly, to me, pertains to having little to little kids. Yeah. And family, obviously family, family fun. So anyway, I enjoy it. So anyway, that's going to do it for this week's show. Right? Yeah. Tune in next week. We're wrapping her up, boys. All right. <laughs> we are wrapping it up. Were you ready for that? Tune in next week for another compelling episode of the trip. What are we going to do next week? Hopefully talk about something a little brighter and cheerier. 
We're going to work on Jenny that. Jenny Lynn's not going to bring us down with her. <laughs> my morbidity. I'm going to go home. i got to turn my bed around because I know it's going the wrong way. I actually didn't pick out a... Um, a good luck ritual yet. What should I do, guys? Turn your bed to the north. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> now we can see how much Come over, you let love me. me. Sweet. <laughs> we'll Sweet find my own one. house as I leave. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be back next week to find out what Jenny Lynn has decided. She's Jenny going Lynn, what are we going to talk about? Uh, Tell us. Apparently, what um, whatever my next uh, ritual for traveling is going to be. Other than that. I'm not really sure. Um. Oh my gosh! Let me tell you what your what your line is. <laughs> you have it written Next, down. Next, we will be talking about the many ways you can add special touches to your Central Florida oh, yeah, vacation. That's right. I had forgotten special touches to your vacation. We always have people that ask us, um, "What can we do to make our trip special?" We're celebrating right. our anniversary, Birthday. or it's my daughter's eighth. This uh, is our tenth trip. My kid graduated from college. You I know, mean, everybody's really, celebrating you know, something. It could be anything. Johnny lost his first tooth. My husband lost his job. Oh, yeah, I want to celebrate that. Wow. Well, now we're going back into the <laughs> Debbie Downer type But of- there are many ways to up the game yes. when you're traveling to make it special. Yes. And we'll be talking about those next week. So hopefully you all will be back to hear more about it. I'll be here to see what you got to say. I always have tons to say. Yeah. What are you going to say now? Trip out.